Welcome to Candidly 30. No, we're not 30, but we're in our 30s working through life. Every week, we're discussing our favorites, our gratitudes, our grievances, and all the crazy in between. Grab your favorite drink, get comfortable, because we're getting candid. My jacket too loud. I didn't even think about it. Can you hear it? I can hear it, but maybe if you move around, I can definitely hear it if you move around. Okay. <laughs> I'm just not going to move. Um, Welcome. Welcome. What if we just Hi, that everybody. in the first episode, just like uh, you talking about how you can hear your swishy jacket? <laughs> Does it seem like I'm in like an 80s uh, music video where they're like, they do like the run? Anyways. Okay. Yeah, I was um, trying to be quiet so I could hear it, but yes. <laughs> um, I this feel is like, this is Kelly. I feel like this is like not even, it's not like a rain jacket. It's, and it's like soft material. So I don't know why it makes that sound. I mean, it is rain resistant, I guess, but I got this jacket before going to Ethiopia and I I don't know. I think I've worn it like maybe five times total since I've had it. And that was like 10 years ago. And so I'm just like feeling like I don't want to get rid of it because it's a really nice, expensive ass jacket, but I never wear it. You know what I mean? How do you feel about items like that? What do you do with them? I love it. I think um, I keep them around. I try not to, I have too much clothes. Honestly, it could probably do myself a favor and get rid of some stuff. But sometimes it's nice to like pull something out that you haven't worn in a long time and then recycle it and change up your style. Like I'm definitely down for that. I'd rather keep something knowing that like, okay, maybe one day my taste will change or the style will come back. Then like, oh, well, Goodwill will just have it somebody because there's only so much that Goodwill can do. And I'd rather invest in pieces that I know I really like and then just have them always. So I guess that's how I feel about it. But I mean, you can't have one too many a rain jacket in the in the PNW, right? Like the more you need. Well, I was going to say that we never, okay. As I say, we never get rain. It's literally been raining like the last week here and it's been really lovely. However, like it's not helping with the snow situation. Like everyone's Mm -hmm. pretty sad um, that the mountain isn't getting snow because it's also raining up there, but Mm. I am loving the rain, like sleeping and waking up in the, when it's rainy and just getting to like be cozy and cuddly and like Whatever. Absolutely. It's really nice. I'm kind of a fan. I mean, it's not great if you like want to do many activities, but even like going on a walk in the rain when it's not like crazy torrential downpour is like kind of nice. I'm not, I'm yeah. not mad about it. What I'm about you like, guys? What have you been getting? Nothing but rain, honestly, which um, I, so my favorite time growing up in California was always the rainy season, which is kind of like right now. So they're starting to dip in temperature and get a ton of rain in, but like here it's 44 or 40 degrees light it's like misty rain too. It's not even coming down in like sleet and it's not super hard, which is good. Um, so like walking around in it is very, uh, it's nice. I don't mind it at all. And I didn't know that this was a thing before I moved to PNW, but apparently if you have an umbrella, then you're a tourist. Like people who live in the PNW don't wear umbrellas. They wear like rain jackets or whatever. Um, like they have those big poncho things in Seattle that just like everybody has in their backpack at all the times. I had no idea that that was a thing. So I felt like a new, so funny. I know who knew umbrellas are so not cool guys. Like in case you're wondering. So I guess not. Well, if you live in the rain all the time, I know. (laughs) anyway, so it's just been really cold, but it's been getting, warmer. I am so, so, so excited for the warm weather, for the sunshine, for the spring. Um, yeah. And like, we are going to be making a move. It sounds like we both are actually me and my husband and mm-hmm. you are getting ready to make a move these springs or the spring. So yeah, these I'm, springs. Uh, 
these spring. Yeah, give us an update on house stuff. Like, can you give us any info? Like, just house search-wise, how's it feeling? Um, Awful. <laughs> okay. It sucks because the market's terrible and yeah. the interest rates are awful. But I think we're coming up into um, a better momentum. I've been house hunting for the past, like, four months in Beaverton, Portland. Specifically, the inventory and what's available has been very few and far between. Um, not a lot of new stuff. So we've seen two or three new houses. We were just in Portland this last week, um, which, you know, lots of rain, but anyway, the house that we saw, and I think we're going to put an offer on, hopefully looks great. And well, it looks like it's has potential to be great. You know, it's kind of one of those answers, but it's got kind of a a seventies vibe. So it's very mid-century modern with like these really unique person or, uh, original touches from that decade, mm-hmm. which is kind of fun, like a huge fireplace. There's like four different fireplaces. Um, and the kitchen has like a three story, uh, what are those things called? Lazy Susans. Oh yeah. Like a whole column. Yeah. So it's got like one of those. And then at the bottom, one of the cabinets has like a lazy Susan where you put all your pots and pans. Like my grandparents totally had that as, as a kid. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Kaylor sent so. me a link to it and it's really beautiful. Like, um, yeah, it's definitely like not what everyone's house looks like these days I would say Mm -hmm. but like it's definitely has a lot of character and I don't know it's kind of nice though because you know how those trends like come and go so fast like the like farmhouse or whatever that was like trendy like five years ago is like kind of out now I feel like um so you never know and like if you like it and I think it has like yeah like you said it has so much character and just like really unique touches that I think it's really cool also there's like a huge deck which is like my dream and the outside it's beautiful and it's yeah it just looks so green very secluded Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. so I'm very excited Thank you. Hopefully yeah. we get it. But you know, this is kind of the first foray into like the offer stage and I'm a new house buyer or home buyer. So like there could be a lot that I don't know and we're just going to take it one step at a time. And if we don't get this house, it's not the end of the world. That's yeah. trying to remain positive. So yeah, that's true. I mean, tell the us- whole process is like terrifying and everything. Mm-hmm. So you guys are- Tell me about your chance. update. Um. So Yeah, I'm going to be moving into a friend's house while she's hiking the PCT um, just to, yeah, kind of like, I really love where I live now, um, but it is just really expensive and I'm just feeling like I don't want to, I just want to save some money and kind of just like uh, maybe not live alone for a little while. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love living alone, but um, (laughs) It is kind of just like, I don't know. I feel like I need to switch it up. I need to move into something different. So yeah, yeah, I'm going to be moving here um, at the end of April, beginning of May, and then into her home. And then um, for like probably the remainder of the year. And then yeah, good things to come just next year, hopefully. Um, Well, I'm trying to just like play it by ear at the moment. I don't really know what I'm going to be doing, but um, sure. Yeah. So we'll see, but so I really like Ben and I want to stay in Ben. I'm just like, I don't know, switching it up a little bit, trying to save I some love, money. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense, especially nowadays, everything. Oh my God. Um, but your friend, is she doing the PCT for that, for the remainder of the year or that's, I mean, no, a... she's, she's going to try and be done in September. Um, oh, I so see. yeah, okay. she, they're going to be hiking for hopefully six months. They'll be 
or a little bit less than that. Um, they do, they did buy concert or like a festival tickets for the end of September here in Bend. So they got to be back for that. So that's like kind of their like (laughs) marker that they're like, they're shooting for. Um, and then just, yeah. And then I'll try to figure out what to do from there. So yeah, nothing really like set in stone. I'm kind of just like stoked to have like open, open agenda. Um, I might just like bop around for a little while, which would be really nice. Um, and kind of just like visit people and see people and, um, yeah. So the world is my oyster. I do not know. Obviously lots of things can change by October. So, uh, again, like I just want to be able to have options. So sure. That's my plan. Okay. Two things. One, do you think your friend would come on the pod and talk to us about the PC, the PCT? Cause I have questions and I want to know. Um, and then second, I think she would, if, yeah, when she's done. Definitely. Yeah, let's definitely. And I know who you're talking to. She's lovely. Um, okay, so the second one, I if we do get this house, do you think that we could have like a Mad Men kind of martini party <gasps> as like a housewarming thing before we decide that to would be... and get rid of all of the stuff that I have to get rid of? <laughs> that would be so cool because it is kind of, oh, we should do a murder mystery, be- Ooh, like a Mad okay. Men murder mystery type because my mom got me one um she brought me a box of one that's never been done she thought it was like a board game but it was um definitely <laughs> like a dinner party uh, murder mystery game so I haven't played it yet so that'd be too. really so fun like mm-hmm. maybe if we have everybody again we'll do something like that I love okay excellent yeah. we have plans absolutely well yeah but teaser for I the mean, audience <laughs> not to mention the fact that just like this year is gonna go by so fast like I can't believe it's the end of January mm-hmm. already and I'm already busy like May, June, July. So it's like by the time I get like everything together and moved and whatever, it's just going to go by super, super fast. So yeah, I'm just Mm -hmm. trying to, again, trying to be more present in Bend this year. That is like my New Year's resolution or whatever you want to call it, manifestation that I'm going to be more present. So yeah, I'm going to try and not be gone for forever. But with all that being said, it's going to go by really fast anyways. So it's going to be great. Anyhow, um, yeah. Have we heard anything about work weekend? Because are you hoping you don't schedule yourself too much? I'm kind of expecting mm. to hear something in the next few days or weeks. Yeah, definitely in the next few weeks because we're going to be going to Ireland. That's the other thing is by the time I get back from Ireland, it's just going to be like go, 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 go through, uh-huh. straight through summer basically because forgot, we'll get yeah. back like um, – mid April, beginning mid April. Um, so yeah, we definitely have to do work weekend before we go to Ireland or after we get back from Ireland. So that's like a part of it too, where we have to kind of like figure it out. Mom will have to figure out a weekend that works for everybody. Um, where we won't be gone. So yeah. TBD. I'm excited for that too. I've been thinking about it. Awesome. Oh my God. Any other updates? We should probably let the listener know what we're talking about today, but go ahead. Yeah, we're actually going to be doing a book review. Um, No spoilers. We already discussed it. We're not going to give you guys any quick things, even though we really want to talk about books because we're kind of reading all the same books right now. So Mm -hmm. um, we are just going to go through like some books that we read 2023 that we haven't like had a chance to talk about yet. And then some of the ones we've, we've, read this year already and then a few that we're like looking forward to reading um do you want to just do like one by one do you want to re- yeah let's list do one first one by one okay um, we let and I just want to like mention we're not going to do any spoilers but the way that we're going to talk about it is like what we liked generic terms high level just reach out if you have any specific questions or thoughts because we both have thoughts and feelings about a lot of these books but we're gonna try and not 
you know, get too deep into the weeds. But yes, yeah. I'm happy to start if you would like. I mean, I just want to preface this also by saying that I forget everything as soon as I read it. So <laughs> I will love, love, love a book and someone will ask me what it's about and I have no idea. So I'm just going to say that this is all like high level, like if I go back and like look at it again, I'll be able to like, oh yeah, I remember like these specific details or whatever. But like, especially Kayla and I were talking about it before we started recording, especially the fantasy series. Like oh, yeah. I cannot keep the characters straight worth a damn. So like, if you ask me someone's name, I'm like, no clue. And then you explain them and I'm like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Like I kind of get that, but mm-hmm. so just like the plot is really hard high to level. a lot of the times. Yeah. So high, yeah. high level. That makes sense. Yeah. And I won't give okay. you a hard time about it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, Okay. So the first, because there are some fantasy stuff here, but I also wanted to put like some sci-fi and some other stuff. So, so the first one that I want to talk about is an audio book on Audible, obviously, but it's more of like a production uh, because there's different characters who come in and like different voices and the plot. Anyway, it's called Impact Winter. There's two books that I read by Travis Beecham and that's B-E-A-C-H-A-M. This one was really good. It was super intense with like all of the extra production, like you could hear a door crick and stuff. Um, so oh, like cool. that was really cool. And it was really immersive. Um, but it's a post-apocalyptic kind of vampire story. Um, and it's not like twilight vampire. Like these are actual scary vampires. Um, anyway, it was really good. It was like, um, post-apocalyptic survival in the middle of, you know, a whiteout in, I think they're in Dublin or in England somewhere. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, they're definitely somewhere in the UK, but it was really good. And there's two books and they're not like 18 hours. They were only like six <laughs> hours a piece. So it was kind of fun to just like jump in and get through the story really quickly. And it moves fairly fast. So that one I really enjoyed. Impact Winter. Um, I think they're seasoned. So they're supposed to come up with a third one sometime in the future. I don't know if that's 2024 or not, but yeah, oh, that nice. one was really good. But like, do you think that the new like Akatar books are kind of in the like Twilight, what Twilight was at that time? You know what I mean? I feel like they're very like trendy into that kind of sitch. Yeah, I could see that. Like anytime there's a book or books that reach a certain audience, you know, be it young adult vampire theme romance like you can def i mean not really vampire in the thorn and glass or or the court of mr court of thorns and roses but um it's definitely some kind of supernatural creature like we can find a lot of comparisons between these types of books yeah like i definitely see that in the same realm i think they're better than twilight obviously yeah but yeah they are written. they're, they're just like same... written way better like, oh yeah i feel like what is what's her name stephanie whatever she yeah her writing was just like so bad at the time oh man anyway yeah it's pretty hard to follow but like even and, 50 shades of gray i would put in there i would say like um you know the hunger games or even the maze runner whatever like a lot of those books are geared toward like trendy kind of book topics and then they just kind of ride their wave you know that's true and then they make tv shows out of them which is totally another huge thing where they're like trying to make tv shows out of actar and uh the iron are they doing it with iron flame and fourth wing i think they're going they to are try. amazon picked okay. it up yeah and i think they're even doing casting calls for it right now so they're like gonna try Crazy. and get it done fairly quickly but like yeah. the actor stuff should not be done i don't know who's doing it but it definitely needs to be like an hbo thing because 
it's just a big production to put together. Yeah. And I feel like HBO does really good with big productions like that. It's kind of like Game of Thrones, right? Yeah, like that was totally. a huge production that they did really, really well. So I would want to see like an HBO or maybe Apple TV do it, something like that. But I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Just like I was reading, I finished a book this morning, spoiler, but um, <laughs> not really. I'm not going to really spoil anything. But yeah, just reading it and all the like the end of the book, I was just like, this would be impossible for them to yeah. try to make a movie. You know what I mean? I was just like, or a TV show or whatever, because there's so much detail. There's so much like going on. There's so many powers and like, you know, just like crazy animals and crazy, whatever you want to call them, fantasy characters. I was just like, okay, <laughs> okay. Well, anyways. um, Okay. I'm not going to talk about fantasy yet. I'm going to go with a book that I really loved. Um, it's called A Gentleman in Moscow by Amor Towels or Towels, maybe, um, T-O-W-L-E-S. He is pretty famous writer. It's like definitely an older book. Um, it was, it's kind of like a little bit difficult to get into. I wouldn't say it's like an easy read by any means. Um, it kind of like skips through time pretty quickly. And it's about, um, obviously this man in Russia and he is like exiled to this hotel. And so he has to like live out his life in this hotel. And it's just about his life. Um, obviously living there. Um, it's really beautiful. It's just like really poignant and like well-written. And, um, the storyline is just like, I don't know. I just feel like it's a timeless book, you know, but like timeless books aren't always like quick, easy reads or anything. Um, but I just really like highly recommend if you are like, um, really like well-written books and you don't want to like read something super quickly. This is definitely like a long read. Um, so anyway, yeah, it's just really beautiful. And I think everyone needs to read it at like one time in life. I feel like it's like one of those, like, it's like a Moby Dick or like a, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A catcher in the rye where like you just have to read it at some point, but like it's a little bit not on like the, the chill side. <laughs> so what also just mean? with like, you know, what's going on with, in the world, like during that time is like in the, oh. oof, I don't even want to say what the time period is. Cause I will hundred percent get it wrong, but <laughs> it's during like a very tumultuous time with like the government and the country and everything. You know what I mean? So yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, that's interesting. I wrote it down. I'll have to take a look at it because I do like a classic um, being the English lit major that I am. Um, yeah. I am halfway through Something Wicked This Way Comes by Ray Bradbury. And that's another classic. It's like from the 60s. Um, mm. But it's kind of like a dark fantasy. It's fantasy, but sci-fi a little bit. So I'm, I'm only halfway through it at this point, but I'm really enjoying it. I haven't read this book from Ray Bradbury, but I've read like Fahrenheit 451. I've read a, a few mm. other ones. Um, Mm -hmm. anyway, and then I know that Stephen King did his own like impression or like got inspired by this story to write his own novel. So I was like, gonna do that one next too. Um, but I don't mind right. Like reading Stephen King. Do you, do you read a bunch of like horror stuff and like, do you do that or? Honestly, I've never read Stephen King, so I don't know, but I feel like he's not up my alley, not in my wheelhouse. I mean, I just like don't like the way, I mean, I've looked at some of his books before and like the way he writes is just not like enticing to me. I I don't know. I feel like I have a very specific like thing that keeps my attention. Maybe I should listen to it on audiobook or something if there's a good Mm -hmm. recommendation because I have a really hard time staying in books that like keeping my attention you know what I mean um if yeah I'm not into the writing his books 
take a while to lead up to like the thrillery part but it makes me think mm. of that friends episode when they had to switch she was reading the shining and then joey had to read little women or something oh yeah but like it's a big book but it takes a while to get like the story moving it's um but once you start to like piece together like the pet cemetery was kind of like that um anyway i like stephen king books i'm i'm kind of okay but it it's not something that i can read lightheartedly like i kind of have to yeah. prepare myself mentally to like be a little spooked out and mm-hmm. this this book is turning into something like that um anyway so yeah another classic you pick one okay um the next one i'm going to talk about is a little like chill cute book it's definitely like ya i think um it's ca- called the house in the cerulean sea um it's about this like basically an orphanage or they call it like a house of mysteries or whatever. Um, and so it has little kids that live in this home and they all have like powers. They all have like some sort of like um, mystical sense to them. Like one is a gnome. One is like, uh, well, like the whole book is based around one called Lucifer and he is supposedly the devil. Um, but And so it's like, it's definitely lighthearted. It's not supposed to be like serious or anything, but it's about this man who goes to evaluate. He is like, works for like the agency who just evaluates all the orphanages across the country. And so he like gets sent on like a special mission to this orphanage just to make sure that they're all like doing okay. And he like, of course, never mind. I don't want to say that. Never mind. I don't want to spoil it, but um, (laughs) it's really beautiful. He, yeah, he just like the way that it's written is really beautiful. Um, obviously like an easy, cute read. Um, and you just like fall in love with all like the little kids and stuff and they all have like something special about them. So yeah, it's just like a really lovely, like heartwarming story that I just like things like that. They kind of like break up reading for me where it's just like a super quick, easy. I think um, I looked it up on audiobook too. I think it was only like 10 hours or something on audiobook, which yeah. if you know anything about audiobooks, that's nothing. <laughs> so. Right. You can get through 10 hours pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's the uh, 33 hours or something like that that gives me pause because I'm like, that is a lot of time focused on one story because it's a yeah. lot. Like it takes a lot of brain space. Totally. Um, oh, wait, I wanted to say um, the author is T.J. Klune, K-L-U-N-E. The House okay. in the Cerulean Sea. Mm-hmm. What? C-L-U-N-E? K. K-L-U-N-E. K- K-L-U-N-E. Okay, cool. Um, Great. I feel like I want to – I think we already talked about Drift, right? I feel like we might have mentioned that on the last podcast. I don't know. I don't remember. Say it again. Well, I – I wanted to mention, I know we've talked about Fable in the past, and then I can't remember the name of of the second book or whatever, but I did listen to Drift by Adrian Young, and that was another, like, six-hour thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, I did like that one. That one was kind of fun. I hope they do more. I hope she goes back to that story and does that more, because I would love to learn a little bit more about those characters. But TBD, I know she's got, like, a lot going on, too. She just had, Adrian Young had a new book that I have not read yet. And I don't remember the name of it, but I'll put a link into the the description here for the listener. Um, should we get into Sarah J. Moss? I feel That's like what I was going to say. I feel like I have a few other ones on here, but I feel like we should just go straight into... Let's start with Crescent City. Is that okay? Okay. Yes. Um, I read Crescent City... Uh, well, I read House of Earth and Blood. That's the first book in the Crescent, series, seri- or Crescent City series. I read that a while ago, so... I, and I think I just re-listened to it back in like November. 
I loved it, but I love the world building that happens in a modern society with like some of the magical components of fantasy. So like you have somebody who's like texting back and forth, or you have somebody who's like catching a cab, not like flying across some forbidden mountain or whatever, like riding their mm. dragon across the wind. Like I, I like the practicality of that. Yeah. Um, so like the world itself was really fun to learn. And then what I really liked about this book in particular was the relationship between the girls. Like that, I think the friendship there is like, Obviously, it spans beyond stuff. They just, yeah. I feel like you learn about it fairly quickly, so it's not like a spoiler, but I'm not going to say it. No, I anyway, think we should I just, because I think it's a huge part of the actual series. Um, I think, yeah, because like in the first chapter, the the main character, her best friend dies. And mm-hmm. so then the whole book, she's trying to figure out, obviously, who killed her and what happened. And it continues throughout the series. So I'd say it's, like, not a spoiler. If you didn't know that, you will find it out as soon as you start reading it. So I feel like we can okay. talk about it. Because that does help because, yeah, like you that said, I feel like better. their friendship does span through even, like, her being dead. So it's really beautiful and cool in that way also. And, like, then – but it's also crazy because Bryce, like, learned so much more about Danica – Wow. Totally. Wow. She thought she was her best best friend. She knew everything. But like she, yeah. And like unraveling some of the secrets behind Danica is like, like part of the plot twists and turns that just create a much richer, deeper emotional portrayal kind of. Um, But like also the main characters are such badasses. Like these girls are not taking anybody's shit and I'm here for it. Like Mm -hmm. they can carry themselves. They know how to like fight for themselves. They know how to like set boundaries and push back. And I appreciate that kind of female or female centric character versus like in the other fantasy books, women just tend to be very compliant. Um, I don't know. I I do appreciate Bryce's character. I think she's snarky and bratty and I love it. (laughs) Yeah. She's very strong-willed and powerful, but. Yeah. I think the smuttiness level in this book is more from the tension rather than like the actions. Like they're not having a lot of like swap and spit and stuff, but like it's more build up to like enemies to lovers kind of situation, which was also really fun to watch unravel. Um, so yeah, but you, I will you, say, you see that in the description of the book. So I hope that's not a spoiler. <laughs> like, Yeah. Um, I also have to say that like Kayfler said, she loves the like description of like the world and the world building for me as not a fantasy person. I feel like it's very slow because they have to explain everything. You know, they have to explain yeah. each type of like fantasy creature. So there's like the wolves and like the wolf pack and like what that, that means to them. And then there's the phase and then there's the angels and then there's, the mer people and like whatever there's like all the different types of groups and so it's it gets very confusing (laughs) but also like everyone has a crazy name they're not like joe and and chuck they're like (laughs) therian and lucian and whatever so i don't know who the hell anyone is the whole time so i'm like just trying to like figure it out and like i mean i can figure it out by clues like who they're around but then then there's just like, you know, there's royalty and all that stuff too. So then that comes into play and then trying to figure out royalty and bloodlines and blah, 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 blah. I don't know if I'm made out to be a fantasy girly. <laughs> so I'm trying. I'm trying my very hardest. But there is so much going on that like these people have to get really deep and they probably read these books like multiple multiple times to like oh, figure everything out and come up with all these crazy conspiracy theories and things like that because – 
it just like went right over your girl's head. I was just like, all right, like I know it's happening, but like other than that, I can't get like too deep into it because I can't even figure out who is who, like who's yelling at who now because whatever. <laughs> and like um, why are they yelling? Everybody has yeah. such like a level or sheer of emotion for like, cause they're all fey and hi- hyped up on emotions or some shit. I don't know, but they're all just screaming at one another for the entire book. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So then there's the first one is really, it's good. Like the end gets really good, but the beginning to me was just all building on like all the shit that I did not understand but then I just this morning I powered through for Kaif because the third Crescent City book is coming out tomorrow January 29th so by the time you hear this it would have already came out but I just finished the second book this morning and that one is called House of Sky and Breath Um, Mm -hmm. and so I read 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 my little heart out this week it's like 800 and something pages people it's big it's a big book. Yeah. Yeah. And I did it. I did it. I'm so it. proud of you. Thanks. I mean, it's good. So like the thing is, is that now that I like kind of understood the world and everything, like I kind of understand it a little bit more. There's a lot of fluff in there, I'd still say. I agree. In my opinion. Um, but like there's a lot going on in this book and like so many additional characters were brought in. So that was obviously confusing for me. But just like how, where it's going and like the ending of the second book was so good. Oh my God. Yeah. Now you understand you're on my level and I'm here for it. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah, So now Kayfler can talk to me about it because she hasn't been able to talk to anyone about Crescent City yet. Cause most people read Akatar who is, who it's uh, Crescent City is also by Sarah J Moss um, who wrote Akatar or that's what like the whole series is called, right? All five of them. I uh, sure, I guess I don't know. I don't know. I'm, okay, I think you're because that's right technically the first series. book. Yeah. Yes. I don't. And so, there's this whole conversation know. online about like what reading order do you do all these different books? Like, wow, whatever. Uh, it doesn't matter. You're gonna if you want to read all of them, read all of them. If you don't read the books that you like, I think you're gonna be okay. But with this new book that's coming out tomorrow, is the reason why people are so hyped about it is because there's a big spoiler. And it's bringing it all together across multiple book series and stuff like that. So that's why everybody's all hyped about it. If that's not a spoiler, it's been literally the conversation around this author for the past two and a half years. So, um, yeah. But anyway, give you a recap uh, of Crescent City number two, House of Sky and Breath. So Sky and Breath, I thought, I don't know. I'm just annoyed that some characters keep getting more and more screen time or like like narratives and details. I don't really care about them. Just kind of wish that they weren't a part of it. Get a little annoyed. Like they're to your point, there's a lot of fluff going on, but the last like 200 pages of that book get really, really twisty and turny. And like, um, it's kind of like, I not expected the story to go this way. Um, yeah. So it's kind of a different plot line, which is really interesting to see roll out. But I do think that it, it's nothing new, right? Like we've, we've had the same storyline in various forms, whether it's like with a Disney or with a Amazon series or like, it's just, I feel like it's a trope that's um, 2020 plus in like the new contemporary literature, which is really unfortunate. But anyway, it's still kind of fun to, to get into. What I like most about the second book is the fact that there's a little bit better smut <laughs> and that the character the other characters that get brought in from, uh, I feel like this is going to be spoily, but there's one character in particular that I'm hoping has more narrative and more expansive in the next book. So um, Mm. again, this book is like all the females in this book are very 
like they have a lot of autonomy. They have agency. They are like part of the plot, if not moving the plot forward more so than the men. Like the the male characters tend to be more supportive, which is not like that's a different way to approach it, which is really interesting. Um, so yeah, I, I think like I just appreciate the depthness of some of these characters. And then there are other characters that I'm like, I don't give a flying fuck what you're doing. <laughs> um, okay. We're going to have to cut that, but yeah, I it's true. don't care about no, no, no. like anyway. So, and I think like with the sky and breath, what I like best was the character development and the new characters that are being brought in to like shake the, shake the plot up a little bit. It got a little redundant. I think at the end of Crescent City one, this second book, like I said, I just didn't see this coming. Um, So that's kind of fun to see play out. But anyway. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nice. Okay. The last one that I want to talk about because it is kind of related. um, I've read, I'm actually, I've already read 10 books this year, which is kind of wild. I mean, including audiobooks. So I don't know if you, if you really count those, but um, the last one that I want to talk about is just A Court of Thorn and Roses because I'm like way far behind. I'm like years behind. I haven't read them yet. Um, so I just finished the first one and I'm like working on the second one um, soon. But yeah, it's just interesting like getting into this like fantasy world and like understanding kind of what everyone's been talking about this whole time. But also like people <laughs> have told me like the second book and the fourth book are like the best books of this Court and Thorn and Roses series. And so like, I really don't know what to expect. And I don't like, there's been so much stuff online that I've been like trying not to look at so that I don't get, but like, it's been so long. I can't like be mad about a spoiler. You know what I mean? But there's been so many things mm-hmm. online where it's just like, there's so many more characters in the Court of Thorn and Roses series that I like don't know. And I'm like, how are they like tied in? And so I'm just very curious. Um, it is better than I thought it was going to be. Like when people explained it to me, it was like kind of like a really dark, like beauty and the beast type situation. Um, and like, it definitely is that, but I think it has a lot more depth to it and it's a little bit better than that. Um, so <laughs> yeah, but I'm just excited because everyone was like, you have to read the second book. That is the best book. Like you don't have to read any of the other ones after you read the second one, but I kind of just want to read them all just to like, see, see what it's all about. But yeah, this fantasy series thing is like getting a lot of hype obviously we already talked about like iron flame in um fourth ring and like that's just like having a moment for sure and people are obsessed with it as well and that's rebecca yarrow so it's a different author um than sarah j moss and so i feel like they're just like competing at the moment i mean rebecca yarrow has other series as well kepler was just talking about a different one um before we started recording and so yeah it's just like seeing interviews with them and like who would have thought that they just like created this empire, which is also pretty cool that these women authors are just like having a moment. That's not like romance. I mean, it is romance technically, but it's not just like, they're not writing just like dumb rom-coms. You know what I mean? They're like making these huge totally. incredible universes and like, it's really cool. And they're good. And, like, fun. I think yeah. they're good. Um, yeah. The court of thorns and roses I read a while ago. Um, I think it's a lot of fluff. Like there's just so much that you could not know and just jump to the second book and be okay. Um, But you know, it doesn't, I don't think she lays the foundation very well in that series. I think the second book is probably going to explain so much more of what happens than the first book, but you got to read the first book. So Um, plus a lot of those jokes that are, uh, 
online if you pay attention to like the TikToks and stuff because Kelly got me to download TikTok everybody um, <gasps> it happened everybody yes. she's in it oh my gosh it's the best to, like, I just sent her like 800 TikToks a day and we just crack <laughs> up and it's so fun I've been asking ever, her to do this for literal years so I'm just it saying. only took us to like episode 39 or something but every time I want to like cry laugh I just look at Kelly's TikToks that she sent me <laughs> anyway um, and a lot of them is about Actar and about how stupid these characters are because they're all the characters in the first in book are pretty dumb but anyway um I think they're good though they're just fun to like uh escape into you know like I have been having a very awkward year and I just need to like take brain space away from how shitty all my stuff is so like um jumping into sci-fi jumping into fantasy and like diving into these worlds has been really really helpful um to just like consume right instead of just sitting in front of a tv all day like I don't and there's really nothing like that stood out to me in 2024 other than like Barbie which didn't get the Academy Award oh my god I know crazy 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 like yeah now um anyway so yeah because I just don't want to watch a whole lot of stupid tv I'd rather read yeah absolutely um can I give like two honorable mentions or like things that I'm like looking forward to um or do you want to go first no, you go first. I went first last time. Okay. I'm going to talk about, um, currently I am listening to on audiobook. Um, it's Barbara Kingsolver's like newest book. It came out last year. It's called Demon Copperhead. Um, I've just really gotten to Barbara Kingsolver like in this last year. I just think she's a really incredible writer. Um, mm-hmm. She just speaks like so much truth and she has like such she just writes in such a way that like makes you really involved in like really hard or difficult subjects. Um, and yeah, I just, I mean, she's been around for a long, long time. Like she's not a new author or anything and she's written a lot of books, but I just, yeah, I just like came into her and I really am enjoying her. And Demon Copperhead is like a very difficult book to read. It's about someone like growing up in, um, Tennessee, like the Appalachia area where she grew up. And so she like knows a lot about the area, knows a lot about the like type of people. So it's about this guy and they call him demon, but his name is actually Damon. Um, but yeah, so the whole story is about his life and I'm only like five hours into it. And, um, but it's like 20 something hours, but it's really good so far. And I'm very excited to like finish that. And, um, it's just really good listening. The next one that I'm excited about is called the Thursday murder club. And I think a lot of people are kind of into the series. I don't know if you've heard of it, Kate, but um, it got popular, like, I don't know, maybe a few years ago or even last year, even. But Sam is a huge fan, and she is, like, my other reading buddy, and we read a lot of the same books. Um, and she loves Thursday Murder Club, and they've come out with a few different ones. So there's, like, a there's a few in the series, but I haven't read any of them yet. And so I just started that this morning after finishing Crescent City. So I'm excited to read that one. Um, I know that it just has, like, a really good like plot line it's supposed to be like pretty silly and lighthearted. Um, obviously it's about a murder club. So like some, some depth to it, but just like kind of silly and easy to read. So, um, that's by Richard Osman. If anyone wants to look up that. Nice. Those are my two yeah, honorable my mom, mentions. My mom read Demon Copperhead and she's a huge Barbara Kingsolver fan and she loves it. That's like one of her favorite books now. Um, well, yeah, I was listening also- to Armchair Expert, and it's Dax and Monica's favorite book, too, which, you know, we can't trust Monica because hate her, but Dax, anything <laughs> that Dax likes, I like, so. 
She also, my mom also mentioned um, Deacon King Kong, which I think is from a different author, but we'll, we'll put that here as a mention because I bet you, maybe I'll read that one and come back and say that that one's a really good one. But um, the one that I obviously, my looking forward to is going to be the third Crescent City that's coming out tomorrow. I've been waiting so long. I want Hunt Appelar back in my life again. I miss him. Mm-hmm. I love him. I think mm-hmm. he's amazing. Um, and then I want to talk about how... Well, when the moon hatched, I know you and I talked about that. Like, I'm definitely going to put that on my list and, and get that uh, done. I don't remember who wrote that, though. Okay. When the moon hatched by Sarah A. Parker. It just came out. It's been getting a lot of attention online. So I'm going to put that on my list, too, and uh, report back and see if it's any good. But I think after I finish the Crescent City House of Flame and Shadow, the new one, I need to take a break when it comes to fantasy and sci-fi. Like, I need to get back into Reese and Oprah's like book stuff because this stuff is starting to like make my brain ooze a little bit. So I just going to take a break from the fairies and the, the blood and stuff. <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> Let's uh, shift over to gratitudes and grievance or we're not going to do grievances today because we need to cut it short. Um, but we can start with gratitudes. Do you want to start? Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I I don't know if this is a gratitude as much as just like a holy moly. Like we made it through January, which is a tough month, just like weather wise and everything. We did have like a scary, like two weeks of weather here. So I'm glad that that's over. And it's so weird because yeah, it's 60 degrees here today. I mean, it's not sunny by any means. It's like still a little bit rainy overcast, but um, yeah, it's just crazy how nice it's been to just like be kind of like present in here. And like I already said, um, just like in bend, um, but time is still going by so fast. So yeah, I don't know. I don't have too much to be grateful for right now. Work is pretty busy at this time. It is our busy time of the year. So I'm just like thankful for having like some, some quiet time, some chill time. Um, and while work is like a little bit more on the crazy side. So yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, I will say concur. Like January is always one of those months that like just is a trudge to get through, unfortunately, yeah. but we're here. We're at the end. I am grateful that I, this book is coming out. It's going to keep me or tie me over for the next like two months, which is exciting. Um, and I am also just grateful that like, this is our episode 42. I mean, I know. Oh my like, gosh. I know. Isn't that crazy? We have been that is crazy. doing this I don't know if for like officially a year at this point, but we're getting there. So we should plan like a whole no, one bro. year episode. We we did one once a week. So we have to do 52 and that would be. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for the math and correcting me because <laughs> you're right. Uh, but we should plan like a, you know, a one year episode or something. Oh my God. We absolutely like, are going to do that. Yeah, for this sure. This last year I've been able to like really keep up with you too. So I'm just like kind of, it's nice to I have know. a regular scheduled time to just like catch up and make sure that I'm still present in your life because I miss you, boo. Aww. Yeah, I know. It has been really nice. Yeah. Air hug for sure. It has been really mm-hmm. nice that we have been able to, yeah. I mean, I'm so proud of you for sticking with me and like doing this with me because Aww. when I, I told you about it. I was like, yeah, like you said, of course. But at the same time, I was like, this is a lot of work. Like, and it really is like a labor of love for sure for us. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm getting, I was actually just looking this morning. We have like a lot more followers on Instagram now. I mean, a lot, like as in like 10, (laughs) but like, that's a lot for us considering like, I don't know, our numbers. And so 
we have a lot more followers than I like originally thought that we did. And so I feel like it's just like, I think it's just a time thing. I mean, obviously we could pay someone probably to advertise and whatever, but we're not going to do that. So yeah. Yeah. It's just just nice that this is like our little, I was thinking about this too, like in the next 10 years or whatever, we're going to be able to go back and like re-listen to ourselves, be stupid and 30, like talk about our fantasy books and stuff. That is so true. Um, Yeah. So that's it's kind of worth it. One thing about the internet, so it never goes away for sure. So anything we say now exactly. can come back to haunt us. Uh, <laughs> but isn't that fun? I was part of the challenge and fun. <laughs> yeah, that is it's true. Um, but yeah, I was just looking. I thought I couldn't remember if it was May first or April first, but April first was our very first episode, which is pretty fun. So we can always remember nice. that date. So yeah, look out for an April first episode again. Um, you know what I, I want mean, to talk about on our April first episode or whatever hmm. it comes around that time is like planning for your birthday because that is the perfect time for us to be like, let's get shit scheduled. I talked to my husband about it and I'm like trying to convince him to come along. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. But Absolutely. It'll be fun. Camping. Yeah. I want to go camping and I want to do that more this year. It's like every time the summer comes around, I'm like, I want to do this more, but I don't take the time to plan and like make it happen. So maybe I'll sit and do that this year. Yeah, so for like, sure. And like, it's not that far. I mean, we did look it up. I think it was like three and a half hours from you guys if you're in Beaverton at that point. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's definitely bad. a trek, but it'll be worth it. It's going to be so fun. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. Anyway. Thank you all for listening. Yeah, we love you all so much. Bye. Bye. That's all for today's episode of Candidly 30. Hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed chatting. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to our podcast and leave a five-star review. Your feedback helps us make the show even better. Follow us on Instagram at Candidly 30. Thanks for being candid with us.